Welcome to the OIS Podcast, where you get candid conversations with the leaders and drivers of ophthalmic innovation. And now, here's our host, Tom Salemi. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the OIS Podcast. This is Tom Salemi, your host. Appreciate your joining us today. We're speaking with uh, one of our my local companies, Biogen. Uh, I'm in the Boston area. Biogen is based in Cambridge, Massachusetts, a uh, biotech stalwart. And it's uh, moving into ophthalmology. Earlier this year, it made a billion-dollar-plus, potentially a billion-dollar-plus deal with Applied Genetic Technologies. And it's a deal that's centered around an equity investment, but some other agreements as well. And it's focusing on two rare ophthalmic conditions, uh, X-linked retinoschisis and X-linked retinitis pigmentosa. I spoke with Josh Mendel-Brem, the Director of Business Development and M&A at Biogen. And uh, we talked about... Biogen's broader interest in ophthalmology, why it's interested uh, in this area, and where it may be looking to do additional deals in the future. So I hope you enjoy this conversation with another new leader in ophthalmology. Hi, Josh. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. So Biogen obviously uh, made some news earlier this year in July uh, with its deal with AGTC. Uh, you had already done some work in ophthalmology or Biogen had uh, with your anti-lingo product uh, a while back, but is this deal with AGTC really uh, uh, represent a new push into ophthalmology? Well, um, it, it's a, a two-part answer. Um, the first one is is that Biogen has had a longer-standing interest in the eye, and there's a few reasons for that. The first is um, we're a neurology company as, as one of uh, having a portfolio of MS products as well as Alzheimer's products and other CNS products. And we look at the eye as actually an extension of the CNS or um, more specifically the back of the eye. And so uh, one element of this is that using the eye as a window to the brain, and what I mean by that is it's important for diagnosing diseases. You can follow biomarkers. Um, the eye also has good models for targets that we want to we may pursue for regenerative targets or purposes, so that being an example of lingo. Um, going after that disease is actually a good model, we felt, that could be a proof of concept for a regenerative medicine that could be used for things such as MS as well. So... Uh, that was a bit more of a path to get to a broader patient population in terms of lingo. Um, as far as a business perspective, we do see a lot of unmet needs in back-of-the-eye diseases, so glaucoma, uh, AMD, orphan ocular diseases, which is what we're going after with AGTC, um, diabetic retina retinopathy, uh, and a few others. And so from a biogen perspective, um, there's a convergence here of gene therapy and back-of-the-eye diseases. And so uh, that's really the perspective that we're bringing to the table when we chose to partner up with AGTC. And gene therapy obviously made some news earlier this week with Spark reporting some, some great uh, phase three clinical data. Do you feel in a broader sense that this is uh, really uh, the time for gene therapies to emerge in ophthalmology and in other conditions as well? Um, I think the way we look at it is, uh, first of all, gene therapy, I think we see as uh, a very broad field. So I think when people, lots of people talk about gene therapy, they think about uh, AAV, what Spark is doing. Um, and, and that's certainly something where for certain diseases using AAV and what I call classic gene replacement 
is a great way to move forward and, and use the technology that we have at our hands today. So um, certainly RP65, LCA2, more commonly known, um, is the right disease uh, to go after with an AAD approach. And there's a few others that we think uh, fall under that category. And so um, that that's something we could talk a little bit more about. But we think that gene therapy also encompasses gene editing. It encompasses cell therapy. It encompasses, quite frankly, anti-sense approaches and RNAi approaches. So um, we see that we see this as both a research and also um, a clinical element. And so today, we recognize that there's certain products or diseases where you can move forward with the technology that, um, like the AAVs, that can be used today. Um, and we think it's important to be in the clinic in some of these diseases. And so, back to your initial question for orphan ophthalmology. Certainly, there's diseases uh, such as the one that Spark is going after where it makes sense to use what we have today to move into the clinic and try and help these patients. What areas, uh, the, the deal with AGTC, how did that come together and how did you identify these areas of the eye that, that were ones that you wanted to address? So, we've been talking with AGTC before the deal, I think, for more than a year. Um, and it was quite the song and dance. And it was... Initially, um, through the perspective of gene therapy, just getting to know them. And at the same time, we were thinking about ophthalmology and if it made sense for Biogen to make an investment in that area. Again, we knew there was unmet needs there. It was just a question of uh, the right strategy for Biogen. And so there was some serendipity, and we felt like going into um, the eye with gene therapy, an area where we do have expertise, um, but continuing to build that expertise. So working with a player like AGTC who has focused their mission on gene therapy and the eye made a lot of sense. And so the conversations morphed over time to be something that was pretty narrow when we talked to AGTC and Sue Washer as their CEO, so we had a good relationship there, to something that became much more broad in terms of uh, what the two parties could accomplish together. And so I, I do think it was um, it took a long time, but more so because I, I think we realized the possibilities as we both started to carve out more of our interests as the market sh started to change and as we started to evolve our thinking on both sides, I think AGTC and Biogen. And so um, we ended up with what you see today, which is um, a collaboration around XLRS, XLRP, and then some very early stage targets as well, which I can tell you when we first started talking, it was a much more narrow conversation. So I think both groups feel pretty good about where we ended. Yeah, it is. A, it's a complex, uh, or I should say, it's a, it's a, it's a broad uh, agreement. Uh, there's a lot of areas where you're working together. Did the, the conversations, as you sort of indicated, just sort of keep expanding? Start at one point and just got bigger and bigger and bigger. No, I, I think it was more stepwise. Actually, uh, we started with something that Sue had in mind for her company um, in terms of a particular program they wanted to work around. And we realized that we wanted to make some bigger investments in gene therapy. And quite frankly, it's always easier to work with a few partners rather than work with a bunch of different partners. And so um, we have a lot of faith in Sue and her team. That was one component of this. They've been around for a very long time. I think a lot of these other gene therapy companies, they're also doing great things, but they're not nearly as mature. Um, and so we like the fact that uh, Sue's knowledge base and her team's knowledge base was there. We felt that their manufacturing system their expertise with actually having gone into the clinic with multiple products was something that actually could be a springboard uh, to allow us to learn because there is an element of, you know, though we're a big company, we have a lot to learn as well. 
so um, we felt like we were willing to make a bigger investment um, and and actually have it be not only just in terms of products but also learning from AGTC. And so it was something where we started narrow and then we had a big conversation um, at one point in time with some senior leaders from both of the companies and decided that it would make a lot more sense to do something broad and that Biogen was willing to invest in the right way to to make sure that it made sense for AGTC too. And once we, we had that conversation, we were off and running. I think we tinkered here and there, but um, it was literally uh, that one conversation that got us going. And, and again, can you just give us a, a snapshot on the areas of the eye that you'll be focusing on, uh, the, the two primary diseases? So the two primary diseases, one is in the clinic, it's X-linked retinoschisis, and the other one, um, which is a little further behind, is X-linked retinitis pigmentosa. Um, those are the two orphan diseases that we're going after. I can talk more about them if helpful. And then we've not disclosed uh, the earlier stage stuff that we're going after, which uh, a large part of that is still focusing on the eye, but um, some bigger challenges that we think we're tackling. Um, and then there's a, a non-ophthalmology component where we're actually going to hopefully help teach AGTC some of the disease expertise that we have. How large an opportunity uh, do these two diseases, these orphan diseases, present? Well, um, I'm not going to touch on commercial because I think we all know that is, uh, that is a very open-ended question, and I'm sure we're going to learn a lot from Spark, assuming they get approved and, and start commercializing the product. So um, that will be really interesting to follow. But uh, in terms of numbers, you know, these are not ultra-rare, I would say, but these are rare disorders. Um, and speaking just in general in terms of the U.S., anywhere from ten to 20,000 patients, a bit more, a bit less, so um, per disease. And so these are small diseases. Uh, they have small incidences, but they have high, high unmet needs. And so uh, it's something where we look at this, and uh, this technology can make a major impact for these patients. And, and you know, that's not always something where you look around, you can find that opportunity. We're going to take just a quick break from this conversation with Josh to remind you that uh, Josh will be at OIS, as will AGTC. They'll be presenting uh, during our Biopharma Company Showcase. And you should be there as well. Go to OIS.net to register. Uh, this is really turning out to be one of the more successful OISs. It's, uh, the, the registrations are through the roof. So please make sure you're part of this uh, great discussion about the future of ophthalmology. Now back to this discussion. Uh, you mentioned earlier, or sort of indicated that you, you may not want to work with a, a, a lot of different players. I don't know. Um, are you, I guess my question is, are you looking to do more deals uh, like these? And how many opportunities do you think, potential opportunities, are there to, to create future partnerships like this one? Yeah, um, I guess I should caveat that statement. So we certainly um, see ourselves as, in gene therapy, wanting to be a hub, wanting to be at the center of it, and working with people in many different ways. Um, I think that's very important to us. Uh, with regards to um, investments in the eye, I think we continue to see opportunities that make sense for gene therapy, that um, the timing is right to do something. And so we are interested and open to more collaborations. I think my comment before was just in regards to um, what you don't want to do is go disease by disease by disease and find a different partner for each one. Um, it starts becoming a little inefficient, both in terms of putting those relationships in place, but also managing them. So it's sort of a nuanced uh, point that I'm making. But uh, the idea is we do want to have a consortium or a network with everybody. Um, but in terms of going after diseases, I think it's, it's probably more feasible and easier to work with a few different partners as opposed to a different partner for each different rare disease. That, that starts getting pretty 
complicated, but we're very open to continuing to uh, go after eye diseases and uh, talk with partners about opportunities where we can help each other. And we believe through the AGT re- AGTC relationship that we're actually going to learn quite a bit and uh, become much more experienced and smart in the area of ophthalmology. Do you anticipate uh, having a, a higher profile in the ophthalmology field uh, overall? Do you see yourself? Will you be at OIS uh, in Vegas? I think you'll be there. Um, will you be attending you know, more of the conferences? Have, or have you already sort of been plugged into the clinical networks because of your earlier work in ophthalmology? We've been plugged in a little bit. Um, we've been very quietly doing a lot of work behind the scenes. Um, I'll be the first to admit we, we have some expertise here, but we have a long way to go. I would I would not look at us like Novartis and Allergan and Genentech and, and all the other ophthalmology companies. We, we don't have a tremendous amount of that expertise in-house. Um, so we're going to be very measured in our approach. And again, as I said, though I would say we, we aren't the experts in these ophthalmology diseases. That's an area where AGTC is helping us. Uh, we do have um, some, some or a, a fair amount of expertise in gene therapy that continues to grow. So we felt like we understood that well enough to make, um, to make the right investment there, that this was a good place to go. You know, our belief is, is that um, we're gonna, we have a strategy for how we'd like to do this. Right now, it's, it's through the, the, the lens, so to speak, of gene therapy, but that um, we're very open to continuing to look at back-of-the-eye diseases and innovative approaches. And so uh, we'll see how that plays out. I think it's hard to say right now how much more of an investment we're going to make other than we're actively pursuing some, some other opportunities and thinking about it. But I, I wouldn't be able to say, you know, I wouldn't say today that Biogen is telling people one of its platforms is ophthalmology. I, I don't think that's what we're saying at all. I just think that this is more about uh, gene therapy and rare diseases and uh, an opportunity where we see uh, taking a technology that we believe is going to be very important for Biogen in the future and using it in a place where it makes sense and where we can, we can actually bring to bear some of our expertise. Great. And just a final question. In looking out there, looking at potential partners or just looking at deals, is it, is it competitive? Uh, there seems to be a lot of growing interest in, in ophthalmology. Shire is obviously moving in, albeit in a, in a different kind of technology. But do, yeah. you, do you see a lot of competition out there for the, the better companies that you'd like to work with or a lot of other people having the same conversations that you are with potential partners? Well, uh, that's a good question. I think you'd be naive to think that other people aren't having the same conversations we are. I'm sure they are. Um, I think we look at it as lots of people have cash today. I don't think capital is the problem. So, you know, what we've started to realize, at least with the companies we want to work with, is that they do put a premium on, on choosing the right partner. Um, so it doesn't, say, it doesn't mean you necessarily get things cheaper. That's not what I'm saying at all. You, you know, you have to pay the right price for things. But that aside... I think our attitude towards partnering and um, the capabilities that we're building and we're selectively putting together that will make us uh, a partner of choice are things that we think are going to differentiate us. So, you know, we tend to worry not so much about competition because um, usually what we find is, and and this was the case with AGTC, uh, we started talking and I believe they were uh, very open and honest that um, the other conversations they were having just fell by the wayside because uh, we felt there was a really good connection, and we understood the principles that each company was bringing to the table and how we could help each other. And more often than not, those are the relationships we like to get into because um, we think that's most important. And we also think that a lot of these small companies, the great thing about the IPO window and what's happening right now is they have a lot of cash, relatively speaking. 
And so what that means is they're not being forced into decisions and they can take their time to think about how they want to partner their portfolio and if they want to. And part of that means uh, finding the right home for that. And so for companies like us, we love that because uh, we do think that we are a great partner and we think that um, we're extremely flexible with the types of things that we want to help companies with. So again, um, I assume everybody's talking to everybody and I assume also that the smaller guys are, are very smart and prudent about who they're choosing as partners. So we're going to continue to do things that we think make us look more attractive beyond just the cash component to try and help um, get the right partners for us as well. Oh, you're right. I mean, right. It, it is a win-win if they've got the capital to carry the project forward. That just reduces your risk uh, down the road if, uh, if they answer a lot of the questions already. Yep. Excellent. Well, uh, I'm a Boston guy, so I'm happy to see Biogen uh, jumping into the fray. And uh, thank you for joining us today. And I look forward to seeing you at uh, OIS in Las Vegas. Absolutely. My pleasure. Well, thank you, Josh Mandel-Brem, for joining us today and for sharing Biogen's story. Uh, I'm excited about getting another voice involved in this discussion about ophthalmology. So it's great to see Biogen so, show such, uh, such interest in the sector. If you're interested in the sector, and you must be, you've hung on to this podcast for this long, you should be at our upcoming OIS. It will be huge. Go to OIS.net and register. Find all the information there about the agenda. You'll see many new programs, including our public company showcase. And uh, you will meet the leaders in ophthalmology. So go to ois.net to register, and we will see you in Las Vegas. <laughs>